here. And that lets you save the look here. True form life. Green look on Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. All right, thanks so much for joining me on this edition of the show. I always appreciate every chance you get on to come and see what we have going on. Now, today I have Deborah Oakland on for an interview. She's going to talk about living in courage. And the title of this show is Handling Grief, something that we all deal with or will have to deal with at some point in our life. Now, Deborah has an incredible story of, I suppose, grief and how she had to deal with that. Her loved ones passing away in a very short amount of time. And I am so grateful that she came on and is strong enough. She lives in courage to come and share this story with us because it's, it's, it's absolutely incredible. Just before we get into that, I want to tell you about MAK Mystic Expressions. Now, this is a Himalayan salt company that specializes in pink salt. Now, personally, I feel this is a small adjustment we can all make from transitioning tra- transitioning from white refined salt to pink salt. Now, if you head over to makmystics.com, they have a number of different Himalayan salt products from heat bags to salt grinders, salt shakers, salt lamps. You name it, they got it. And they got tons of information as well. So check out makmystic.com. All right, as I was saying, we have Deborah Oakland coming on with us here in the interview. Now, she's the international bestseller of Change Your Movie, Change Your Life. As I was saying, she's going to talk about handling grief. She'll tell you about her story and how she came to be the founder of Living in Courage Online. Stay right there. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. Thank you so much for being here on Exploring Mind and Body and coming on to talk about living in courage. Thank you. I'm honored to be here. It's our pleasure. So, you know what? I'm, I'm super excited. We have Living in Courage. You have a story that you're going to share with us. And then, you know, we're going to get into how our listeners could live in courage and learn from your experiences as well. So why don't you give our listeners a chance to hear more about your story and how you, well, how you are or the reason you are in the place you are today? Well, I live in Laguna Beach with my husband, Cody. And over a four-year period years ago, we lost both of our children, my, my son from my first marriage, who was 21, who was killed in a car accident by a drunk driver, and we lost, um, Cody and I lost our baby girl at birth, and then um, we lost both of my brothers, in four years all of this happened, so it was, there was no break, it was one person per year, my brother Tim, our Hi. baby Ren. How'd you lose your brothers? Uh, AIDS. Both of them? Yes. One was adopted and one was my, my, my brother, Ted. My brother, Tim, it was a very long process over many years. Uh, I remember when they first announced AIDS uh, on television. Everyone was, what is this? What is this virus? What, what's going on? He was already being tested at UCI Medical Center for quite some time before that. And my and he lived a very long time. And my my brother Ted, he was gone within a little over a year. He just couldn't 
it, he couldn't handle being. I, I don't. I think he had a lot of trouble even coming to terms with being gay and and with with coming, you know, with having AIDS. On top of it, he it, it was more than he could deal with, and so he passed very quickly. He just wanted to be gone, I believe. Most people deal with death. I mean, you had you've had in four years four people, or you know, that's crazy. More and than then, four. in a few years after, my father had prostate cancer. So what's it? What is it like? I used to think that it got easier as you got older, and now I kind of feel like it gets harder. What is it like? Tell, share some of your experiences with us to have something like this happen in, in your life. When you go through grief, there's so many stages of grief, and when you're going through it, and then another person dies or is sick, it, it was like unending. I didn't have time to stop and even go through the grieving process until it was all over. It was all happening so quickly. And when we lost my brother, Tim, we're trying to, to come back from that. And then I lost, Cody and I lost our baby, Ren, Tyler. Then we're trying to come back from that. And my brother finds out he has AIDS and then Ted, and then he's, he's sick and we're trying to take care of him. And then all of this ends. And then my son is killed in a car accident in Canada. So I pretty much was trying to be the strong one and hold up for people around me as well. So when that finally all ended, I had time to do my grieving. You know, after my son was killed, that was the last of the last person. And I was in such shock and I'd never been in shock before. That's a very strange place to be because when you are in shock, you don't want anyone around you. You want to sit, you want to be still. But the minute you're sitting, you need to move. You need to do something. You need life to feel normal for a minute. You don't know what to do. But I've written seven movie treatments in my book. And the first one is the only one that is the real story that is true. The others are all made up in my imagination. You know, it was 5 o'clock in the morning, and we, we had a phone call come in. And nobody calls us at 5 in the morning. So my husband got up and went out, and he didn't come back in, so I went back to sleep. I thought it was something about his brother who has diabetes, and I thought maybe it was something about him because there had been a few problems before in the hospital. So I went back to sleep, and, and my husband came back in and sat at the side of the bed, and he, I think he was in such shock. He didn't know how to prepare me. He said, Wade's dead. In your mind, you can't even comprehend that. My first thought was, go back outside the bedroom door, and this didn't happen. And he told me that there was a, a horrible accident in, in Vancouver where he and um, his girlfriend had moved, and it was a rainy, slick night, and they had all, I've never really told this story, they had all gone out to uh, have a couple of drinks at, at one of the bars, and my son and, and his girlfriend, right, they had not been drinking. So they were the designated drivers for the two cars. Evidently, Raya left with her group. They started down the road, and my son, from what we can gather, because no one knows, exactly what happened at this point. He was supposed to be the designated driver for the, the car that was next leaving of the guy that worked at the bar. And they said, he said, no, 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 it's fine. We're only going a few miles, four miles. What can happen? I'm fine. I can drive. Well, it was snowing. They had an icy patch and they went down an embankment. And there was a woman in the car in the back seat. Her husband had gone on into the other car. She had a huge fur coat on and they, they went down the road, and it was icy, and they went down an embankment. 
and the car crashed and and there was a tree that went to the Jetta and and uh, my son had massive head injuries from that and it careened down into um, the little lake <clears throat> area down there the little water area which was covered with ice and the car went through the ice the woman in the back had known the driver her whole life she pulled him out uh, and got him out and went back for my son and it was below zero. She um, died from hypothermia trying to get my son out, and they didn't know if he had massive head injuries, if he would have survived. And then Raya was driving down the road, and she stopped the car, and she said, something happened. I know something happened to Wade. I have to go back. And they turned back, and they saw the police. I mean, they, they had gone up the road a bit, and, and she just knew. And someone had called immediately, and the, the RCMP were there, and the uh, the two police officers had to be taken to the hospital for hypothermia because they tried to go in as well. So we got that call at 5 o'clock in the morning telling us what had happened. Who calls when something like that happens? Raya called us from the hospital. Okay. Was she, was she So the driver survived? He was fine. Oh, yeah, absolutely fine. All right, so I want to tell you about the Silver Fern Aesthetic and Vein Clinic. Now, they specialize in a few areas. One is skin care. They'll tell you the difference between professional skin care and over-the-counter skin care. This is something that they specialize in as well as offering education to their customers and clients. Mineral makeup is one of their non-toxic type of products. They have no talc, perfume, dyes, alcohol, or anything else that may clog your pores. They also specialize in varicose and spider veins. I actually had the opportunity to stop in there, and they helped me better understand who's more likely to get them, how to treat them, and even how to prevent them. And then they also offer detoxing products and services such as their universal contour wrap. They offer a clay solution. This gets rid of toxins, increases your energy levels, and much more. If you want more details, visit their Facebook page at Silver Fern Aesthetic and Vein Clinic. They're also offering free consultations from Dr. Jackson and their other skincare professionals. You can find them in Didsbury across from the train station, or you can give them a call at 403-335-8829. So moving forward, what is it like? I mean, how, how are you able to grieve? How do you deal with, what are the some well, of the things that here's what here's the key thing for me. After each person died, I said, what would they most want for me? Because they love you, right? I mean, this is a love relationship. It's your family. You love them. We had... We had great relationship together. And I said, what would they want most for me? To be happy. I am going to honor them and hold them on my heart as this precious gift that they, that they are, but I am going to honor them by living my best life and being happy, being courageous. And I knew that that is what love does. Love wants you to be happy. And in part of my mind and my body and my soul, I knew they were fine. And if they weren't here, there was a reason they weren't here. And their soul was on their own journey. And the ones that are left behind are the ones that are in pain, the ones that are suffering. They're fine. They've moved on. They're in a great place. I'm sure their souls are just in such bliss. They don't even understand why we're depressed and, and sad and crying and, and, and in such pain. And I knew that if I didn't move through grief, I would get stuck in it. And that leads to depression. And I wasn't willing to do that. 
So how were you able to move through it? I'd imagine it would be fair to say that, well, anyone in your situation or far less, maybe you lose one or two people. I and mean, this is, I'm, I'm sure it's not something that happens very often, but in your situation, and what would, what advice would you have to someone that's having issues moving on from a recent death in their family or life? For myself, I used meditation. I went in very deeply and connected to my source of God, goddess, all that is, all knowing. I, I connected to that source of peace. I would spend sometimes, you know, an hour, two hours just sitting in that space until I felt peace. Whatever that is for anyone, whether it's prayer, contemplation, walking in nature, swimming in the ocean, whatever it is, music, that brings you that source of peace, I think it's important. And I think it's important for people to know when someone loses loved ones, a lot of people, they really don't know what to do. And what not to do is don't try and go in and fix it. You can't fix it for them. Just be there. Listen. Just be there if they need you. Be by their side. Let them talk. Let them express how they're feeling. Give them hugs, smiles, make them some food, you know, bring, bring them a cup of coffee or a cup of tea or a glass of wine or, you know, bourbon, whatever you need. Just bring them whatever, <laughs> I'm a bourbon girl, bring them, <laughs> bring them whatever they need and, and just be there. But you can't fix it or say it's God's plan or it's going to be okay or it's really hard for people to know what to do and I think it's important that they don't try and fix it for you they're just there for you just be there that makes just being there just spending time with you very comforting when people are just there for you and and the day of of that my son died was one of the most amazing days of my life because of what happened after the phone call i always tell people you know look back at what they did before they passed i recently lost my best friend as well And I look back, and it's like they pre-paved the way, especially the ones that went suddenly. I noticed that they pre-paved certain things in their life, almost like in preparation, even though they didn't consciously know. They prepared things. My son did that, and and the the months coming up to that point. He even said to my mother at Christmas, he, he, he left the planet on January 21st, and at Christmas he requested we all come to Colorado to be with with family together and we did and in the kitchen that day he said grandma i'm not supposed to be here and she goes what do you mean we love having you here for christmas he said no on this earth didn't think to tell me about that until after he passed because she she wasn't really clear on what he was saying she said no come on we love having you here let's go open presents in the the other room and and uh you know him and i sat and talked about what happens when you die for seven days who's god what is spirituality we discussed everything we ever wanted to say together. So when you talk about living in courage, you have seven steps to help with this? Well, the, my, living, my Living in Courage platform came out of my family that I loved through their loss. And I thought, what, you know, I've always wanted to write, but I've hid it under the bed. I've, I've never brought it out. I thought, who's going to want to hear what I have to say? And after I lost everyone, I thought, you know what? I've been through the worst you can be through. I've gone through the fire. I have nothing to lose. I'm going to write. My soul is it's, it's like I, it is screaming at me to write. So I started writing about courage. 
And over the years, I built a platform, livingencourageonline.com. And this platform grew, and I um, built an audience and created a newsletter and just loved connecting with people and talking about courage. And as this was going on, I started writing my book. And the book actually morphed itself about three times because I thought it was finished. I'd written a spiritual book. Okay, it's done. I'm ready to publish it. And then I'm in meditation, and it's just, well, you know, Mother Nature is our greatest teacher. And you're going to be bringing in someone that's going to write about, a, a contributing author that's going to write about these seven concepts in regards to Mother Nature. And I'm like, well, that can't happen. I'm done with the book. Well, no, this is going to happen. So my, um, it, it happened that my friend Steve Tallamy, my contributing author who wrote a movie short in the back of my book, came from the UK and stayed with us and wrote the sections in the back of the book that are there now that are beautiful. He's my Walt Whitman of nature. He writes beautifully. And then I think the book's done again. I move on, and I'm ready to publish it. And then in meditation, again, I hear as, as clear as we're speaking now, the title of your book will be Change Your Movie, Change Your Life, Seven Real Concepts for Courageous Change. I said out loud, well, this book's not about the movies. And I heard, it is now. <laughs> like, You've got to be kidding me. So How am I going to write about the movies? So that's what happened start introducing the movies into the book. We are the writer, director, producer, and star of the movie of our own lives. Absolutely. It's, it's pretty simple. Um, we, are, we, we have full responsibility for everything that we think, they say, and do in our lives. And, you know, these concepts are about creating the best movie of your life. And the seven concepts, foundations, if you will, that supported me through all this loss and grief. I always say if you, if you have a belief system that doesn't pull you through when you go through something extremely tragic or sad or some major loss, find one that does support you. All right, so I just want to take a moment to tell you about the tire shop here in Olds. Now, to be honest with you, I'm not really a car person. I wouldn't be the first to fix well, anything. <laughs> so that's why I trust some a company like the Tire Shop. When I bring my car in there, I always know that it's going to get quality service. I really love the customer service. It's, it's bar none. They treat you like family. And this is a family-run business for 40 years. So they're definitely doing something right. And they're not just a tire company. So they do oil, brakes, tune-ups, your battery, wheel alignment. They do all kinds of different things to service your car. And now that winter's on the way, it's definitely a good time to get your car checked out, have someone that you trust and, and believe in, and to support the community as well as a local tire shop. You can reach them at 403 556 7660 or if you want to stop in they're at 5903 Imperial Way right behind Napa. There must be people writing in and telling you their stories. Yes. I've had so many over the years. What I have learned is people are truly courageous. There are some that do get stuck in the grief and depression and they don't come out of it. I also find that, oh, for example, I have a friend that lost a son. 
she has two other sons. She was in such grief and torment from losing her youngest son that she couldn't function in life for a couple of years. It became more about her and her and and her and her her issues in her life. Because when it goes on that long and you're not paying attention to your other other children because they they're going through the loss and grief as well. You need to to be with the people that are here now with you and bond together and 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 go through that process together because you can support each other that way. So what's the biggest the I suppose the most significant way that you were able to get through would you say you're over your grieving process is it always is it, I mean will it It's an ongoing there? process. Uh, my husband was my rock. He went through all of this with me. So we we grieved together more in private than out in public because one thing that I noticed is people react to the situation how you react. If I would have come out in public and just been sobbing and crying and, and you know, making it just really uncomfortable for them, then they start crying and they don't know what to do. So what I did is I came out and I said to people, I'm, I'm going to be okay. Thank you for being here. I love you. I, you know, your support is amazing. Thank you for your cards and your letters and, and for being here and, and bringing food and, and helping, helping us through this. But Cody and I went through it in private on our own. You know, not everyone has that support system, but for me that's what worked is to having, have him there and we could, we could talk to each other. We could meditate together. We could hold hands. We could, we could talk about our life with them. We could remember the good times and remember everything that, that we loved about them. And always when I think of, of my family members who passed, all, all five of them, I smile when I think of them because I think when I think of them, it, it makes me happy. I remember all the wonderful things in our lives, and I'm so grateful that I had that amount of time with them. I mean, it could have been less. I had that much time with each of them, and mm-hmm. I feel so blessed for that. So just being grateful for the time you had. I'm grateful for the time I had with them. We all are going to leave this planet. Nobody's getting out, you know. I mean, we're all going to leave at one time or another. And <clears throat> it's just something that we have to deal with. Death is something we have to deal with in this lifetime. And people are leaving, are leaving this planet at an exponential rate. I mean, people are dying very quickly now. We're seeing it everywhere. I mean, look at all the, 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 I think it was seven rock stars died within like a month of each other. Oh, yeah, that was crazy. (laughs) That was crazy. You know, and people are leaving. There isn't a day go by, especially being on social media, I don't hear of someone who says, so-and-so passed away. It's something that we all need to to learn to deal with. And, And the loss of pets is just as painful for people. I have friends that have lost pets that have gone through worse times than people who've lost family members or friends. It's just as painful to them, especially that people that don't have children and they do have have pets or 
you know, even the pet is a part of their family. It's just as difficult. And it's just a part of life. Loss is loss. Loss is loss. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, Deborah. Before we let you go, can you tell us some information about maybe where we could find your book or what what you have coming up in the future that we could check out some of what you're doing? Well, you can go to my book is uh, you can find my book at www.debra.debra.oakland.com, and you can you can click on books and buy the book there, which takes you straight to Amazon. I also have my books in the bookstores in Laguna Beach. Uh, I, um, the book is called Change Your Movie, Change Your Life, Seven Real. It's the number seven, R-E-E-L, Concepts for Courageous Change. I've written movie uh, treatments in the book, seven movie treatments. Each is the same story told in two different ways according to the positive or negative um, orientation that you choose to, to live your life through or the story is told through. I have a storyboard that I share with each person, my personal storyboard, a personal storyboard for the reader, and a real wrap at the end of each concept. And uh, I'm on all social media sites under Deborah Oakland, uh, Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google+, wherever, wherever social media is. You're Instagram. there. I'm there. Under <laughs> Deborah Oakland. Okay. Wonderful, yeah. Deborah. Thank you so much. It was an absolute pleasure. Thank you for coming on, for your courage and sharing. I can't. I can't be easy sharing your story with us and, and being a part of exploring mind and body. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. I just want to thank Deborah for coming on and sharing her story with us. It's absolutely an incredible story that she's able to, you know, get through those difficult times, push forward and be where she is today. You know, not only where she is, but inspiring others to handle their grief as well. Without a doubt, it's something that we're all going to have to deal with at some time in our lives. And I hope these tips help you if you're dealing with grief or in the future. Uh, before I let you go, just a quick word from a few of our longtime sponsors. We have Health Street here in Olds. They have some of the highest health standards in Canada. You can check them out at healthstreet.ca or you can visit them here locally. They're just west of town. Now, we also have Shoppers Drug Mart. They're very community-orientated. You always see them at local events. So we so much appreciate their long-term support. Check them out at Shoppers Drug Mart here in Olds. Then we have AG Foods in Didsbury. They're, they're bringing better quality foods to the grocery industry and to our community. So I think that's important, and I do so much appreciate their support so you can check them out at ag foods in didsbury and of course we'll have gdk gravel and sand at the end as well but we couldn't be we wouldn't be here without them as well so we want to thank them for their support and they're not just industrial they deliver they do home deliveries as well from topsoil to pea gravel so check them out in sundry we also have our monthly membership group i want to tell you about seems like it gets better each month now we offer weekly meal plans for the month now this isn't a month plan that you have to sign up for for a long duration you can try a month or two see how you like see see how you enjoy it there's so many different aspects to this monthly membership which is why it's so fantastic we have group support we have weekly nutrition we have workouts so what we do is each week we design a new workout 
workout schedule. So we designed that all for you. It has active rest days. It has all at home, full body weight exercises, no equipment, no gym required. So that's something that we offer each month that we send out each week. We also have a weekly meal plan that we send out each week. And that's going to be, that's going to include recipes and grocery shopping lists as well. These are all simple to prepare meals. They're all affordable. We want to show you how to prepare and make and consume good quality foods. So anyone can do, or we want to show you that anyone can do this. So, and then lastly, we have a, a free 10-day fitness challenge that I want to tell you about. Super excited about it. We launched it not too long ago. And what that is is 10 free at-home workouts. All you do is sign up. You go to trueformlife.com. On the main page, we talk about monthly, or sorry, our, our free 10-day challenge. All you do is enter in the email box, your email address, and we send you brand new workouts each each morning for 10 days straight. So you get to see what it's like to be involved in a 10-day challenge. We also offer all kinds of tips each day to help you succeed throughout the week. So that's pretty cool. Again, that's at trueformlife.com. And lastly, I want to let you know we're on iTunes. So you can take this show wherever you go. All you have to do is head over to iTunes, look for Exploring Mind and Body. You can download the show there. And if you get a chance... Uh, I'd appreciate uh, ratings and review. That helps the show move up in ranks and helps other people find the show as well so we can positively influence more people. All these past shows are going to be going up on exploringmindandbody.com. And lastly, I just wanted to mention that we later this month we have Tony Horton coming on air with us. We have a fantastic interview. Tony's the first guy that put all the P90X videos together. He's super exciting. I absolutely love this interview, so I can't wait to put it on air for you to check out. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com. Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia would not be possible without the help of GDK Gravel and Sand. GDK Gravel and Sand, now offering all products in half and one yard bags. Give them a call today for more information. 1-877-335-2091.